Hello and welcome to the 22nd episode of the My Hero Academia podcast. My name is Sophie. And my name is Kendra. And my name is Ash. This week we'll be reading manga chapter number 204 entitled Tuning Up. We also have a random My Hero Academia game that we're going to try for the first time. And we may or may not include the anime review of episode 7 entitled Deku versus Kachan. But the game's for sure. Or or the or we might have the anime as a bonus episode or whatever. But I just like the idea of like no no anime just the episode. just the game could be fun. We'll see if people like it or not. First, there's some news. Oh uh, just I have some quick news and I'm gonna hand it back over to you. But there is the band Presto figures and there is gonna be the All Might one. So there's a yeah Todoroki one and he's using fire in it. I don't like that. I don't think he would like that either. Uh, there's uh, Bakugo, like, releasing the pin on his hand grenades and Deku doing a cool punch. I really like the Deku one. And the Bakugo one is so, like, spiky. Isn't there a limited edition, um, oh, no, that's Funko Pop. Isn't there a limited edition Funko Pop All Might figurine that glows in the dark? Yes, I wanted it, but it, like, I think it might have been, like, exclusive or something. It sold out really fast. I wanted it, though. Oh, and uh, the All Might one is only 20 bucks. So if you live in the States, go to Write Stuff and please buy an All Might for me. <laughs> because is that the I Band love... Presto one? Or yes. Pop, sorry. Oh, the, the Band Presto is only 20 bucks. Wow. But it's pre-ordered, not yet shipping. It releases, oh, 2019. But it does, like, I, the figure is cool. I just wish it did, like, the face shading or something. Because it doesn't quite look like All Might to me. But eh. and then for some more news, we actually have somebody who's played the game, <laughs> Sophie. <laughs> yeah. So I've only played um, story mode so far and I was a little bit tipsy when I played it. <laughs> but I really enjoyed it. But some of the so Shoto is pretty OP as he is in the game. But I had quite a difficulty with Momo. Oh, she has uh, this really cool super move where she can ev- she can create a big she can create two cannons, or she can um, create a a big I'm gonna say like a one piece style mallet and mm. just smash people down with it. Um, but I struggled playing with her and Jiro as well. Jiro's mm. super move she just her um, earlobes come out and do these random like pointy attacks, but it's quite difficult to get your enemy in the right place. Ah. I really enjoyed it. I liked the sidekick features. Mm. Um, you don't. None of the USJ or the um, sports festival isn't in it. It just start. It kicks off with uh, Stain. Mm. I think the sports festivals are going to be after the story mode or something. Because I know people are saying they unlocked the sports festival. Uh, I haven't and got there yet. Is there anything with like character interactions that they like have certain levels or something? Like, is it is the game subbed? I guess it is. Like, it's not dubbed, it's subbed. Yeah, the game is subbed. But um, All Might swears in English. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just like the anime. Bomb. <gasps> oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he'll be, he'll be talking in um, only, like, once when they're all doing the uh, Bakugo from that I've seen. Bakugo and Izuku versus All Might. Mm-hmm. He'll, they'll be all be talking in Japanese and then he drops the F-bomb. <laughs> Shit! That's, all I says fuck is the best thing I've learned all day. They let him say. <laughs> I wonder if that'll stay in the. If they, if they have, I wonder if they will. They probably won't dub it because they already like released it in English here. But if they did, I want to hear Christopher Sabbath say fuck. 
there's a march in um quite a big march in uh in in the Netherlands called um, Nijmegen and I did that with the military once mm-hmm. and we were marching along and then I heard just this Dutch song just went off and then swore in English and I was like what <laughs> but imagine being in Japan and then like these 12 like these young <laughs> Japanese teenagers have picked up swearing from All Might and this game but in English and you're walking along and you just see this like group of teenagers just suddenly swear in English <laughs> it's just like that like there's like memes of people who are like oh where'd you learn that word and you look at the all it's like i'm in danger <laughs> i guess i taught these kids oh what, oh what's the mom's name again he's a coos mom excuse mom uh, inko 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 is inko. going to kill fight <laughs> that is the best part that is the best fact i've heard about the game now i want to play it's like 60 or like 80 bucks i like had the chance to buy it and i was like I won't be very good at it. I don't know how far I'll make it, so I didn't get it. But maybe I will, just because, like, All Might doing the F-bomb is the greatest thing ever. (laughs) It's quite... You don't really have to have any skill, because I don't... I have very little skill in anything, but it's a button-bashing game, so you can just... You can get through on pure thumb aggression. Oh, it's kind of like Smash Bros, so you can just kind of, like... Yeah. But I, I don't know how much it would be in Canadian dollars. In UK pounds, hmm. it was fifty-five pounds. So I don't know how much that would be in in Canada or anywhere else for that matter. <laughs> well, yours is um ninety-three. I think it was like eighty bucks. It was like eighty bucks when I talked to them at the store. So I probably won't get. Okay, we'll we'll see. We'll see in a week if I cave or not and get it. You could wait until the January sales, and I'm sure it would be on sale then. True. Yeah, I might wait, because, like, that's a lot of money. But we'll, we'll see. Uh, I think support official stuff, support the game. I think it's a cool idea, but I'm just cheap. Ash, do you think you would play it? Uh, I might eventually, but I'll pro- I'm definitely probably going to wait till it's on sale, because I have a huge backlog of games I'm trying to get through right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just not enough time to get through it, but I will get around to it eventually. Yeah, it's definitely exciting. I mean, I tried playing Red Dead Redemption at the weekend, and I was just like, oh, man, I don't want to ride around this horse anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go have this fight. And then, then I went and watched the football, and then... Had some beers, came back and did that. <laughs> nice. I know my roommate is playing it, and I was like, there's just a lot of snow. And I was like, okay. <laughs> but it has, like, a, a lot of detail in it, which is cool. And my roommate was like, it's like about horse te- testicles changing size, but I think that's fake. I don't know. I've not even noticed the horse testicles, yeah, so now I'm wondering size. about your roommate. What? <laughs> what a thing to pick up on. <laughs> Well, apparently there are horse testicles in Red Dead Redemption too. I just like overheard him talking about it. What? Why are there horse testicles? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, next time you play the game, <laughs> you need to check the horse And on to the manga. <laughs> so this is manga chapter 204 entitled Tuning Up. Take it away, Ash. All right. So we're starting where we left off last week with Ida just bulldozing through the ra- ground. And Junzo's just like, for real? And then you have him flashing back going, Tenya, congrats on the provisional license. 
and he sees his brothers in the hospital and goes, you must be overworking those engines, huh? And since you're so grown up now, I'm thinking it's about time you need one. Right, Mom? His mom's like, well, it feels like a little too soon, but maybe. And he goes, an engine tune-up. So, uh, <laughs> is this the first time we've seen Izuku's mum? Uh, Izuku, <laughs> sorry, Ida's mum? I think so. I think so. I might have seen him when, uh, during the stain arc, but I can't really recall. Oh, uh, yeah. It's not what I expected. I want to see her legs. I want to see if she <laughs> has the same work. <laughs> <laughs> So we have him continuing saying, like, this is where my heroes decide to go really gory. So he goes, if you rip out your own exhaust pipes and continue to train, new ones will regenerate. Ones that can withstand the increased burden. Grandpa decided to start this family of heroes so that we could race toward anyone and everyone in need. He decided to pass down this bit of knowledge. I'm sorry, but how did you come upon this like little piece of information where he's like, oh, if I rip out my exhaust pipes, they'll grow back. I'm just imagining him just sitting there one day being like, oh, I wonder what happened if I ripped off my exhaust pipes. Just uh. rips it off and goes, oh. So it's just so I have flashing, like, Ida's just, like, got some medical equipment out, and he's putting his foot up, and he's just, like, biting down on a piece. I think it's a towel. Yeah. Like, you have to endure some excruciating pain. But if you're determined to run farther and faster, and then he goes, I've maxed out Recipro's horsepower and minimized fuel consumption. It lasts 10 minutes. For 10 minutes, nobody can stop me. And we get this awesomely dynamic panel, and it looks like he's upgraded his uh, little leg armor there. And he goes, are you trying to catch us off guard with your new move? And it looks like Ida just zips around Juzo. And he goes, however. Okay, I just want to like I just want to talk a bit about the thingy really quick. Sorry, if, or if, maybe you should save it to the end. But it's like he's in the goddamn woods. Like he went out, like he didn't want anyone to find out, so he didn't go like, hey, recover girl, can you make sure? And he just goes, he goes yeah. out, takes out into the woods, and just rips them out. And like, how long does it take to regrow? And everyone's like, how come you're not as fast today, Ida? Like, it's just, ugh, it's just like, it's horrifying <laughs> to me. I'm just like, Ida, no. When when do you think Ida will get the full arrow on his eyebrow? His brother's got a full arrow. He's only got half an arrow. Yeah. When will he deserve the full arrow? He'll have to draw it out with pencil. <laughs> when he gets to muffler version version <laughs> 2.8. When he rips we'll them out again. When he rips them out again. There's only going to be a third rip out. I'm, I'm on to you, Horikoshi. Leave Ida alone. Oh. All the cosplayers out there have to make new mufflers then. <laughs> Uh, anyways, then Junzo's just like, huh? And then Ida just zips around and he goes, I move a bit too fast to retain full control. And he just zooms around and kicks him from the front. And Junzo's like, this is really bad. I'm no match for him. And then he's like, end of the road, mud man. And as he looks back, he just sees bloop bloop. And then, again, One Piece fans, if you remember Senior Pink, <laughs> that's what he's pulling here. He just sinks right into the ground, and he goes, Sorry, but I'm not so stubborn to keep going when I'm clearly at a disadvantage. Though I hate to leave unfinished business behind, this doesn't feel like a fight I can win. Mm. And you just have the swim, swim sound effect as he's just swimming through the ground. And he goes, In which case, I ought to hurry over and support Tetsu, 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 and the rest. On the other page where his uh, mask clacks down, do we think that was him putting on the um, the oxygen support so that he can swim in his his mud? 
Yeah, yeah I, I think, think so. so. Yeah. Which is so cool. Like that's something I didn't really, really didn't realize until I read Caleb's tweet. Uh, CDC cubed, CD cubed on Twitter. Oh, oh, I haven't read those. Yeah, he talks about that, which is kind of cool. And oh, I was like, okay. oh, I didn't realize that. And I guess his hair still pokes out, which I like. And, oh, Ida can't control his speed. It makes me think of, okay, spoilers for Fullmetal Alchemist Brotherhood. He makes me think of Sloth. So it's like he's too fast to even, like, control where he goes, which is cool. Oh, yeah. So on to the next page, and I'm going to sing his name because I haven't had a chance. <laughs> so we're, we're leaving <laughs> Josuka Nanuke behind. <laughs> and Ida has come out on top of the ice. He's saying, oh, he's made the ice solid again. Is he hiding before unleashing a counterattack? No. He knows firsthand that that won't work on me. Did he rush off towards Todoroki and the others? And he's just looking down and there's a boom in the background. And we see all the onlookers, Izuku, Mineta, Yuraka and Mina. And Yuraka and Mina are so excited at their point. They're just like, both look. <laughs> and Izuku's saying, Recip- Recipro Turbo, wow, that's so much faster oh. than even Gran Torino, which is really amazing. I don't think I really realised how quick it was on the previous pages, but to be faster than Gran Torino is really a, a feat. Minetta's just agreeing, saying, ever since you started with that shoot star or whatever, Ida seemed to have gotten his mojo back. And then he's just like, ah, I still need him to teach me some kicking moves. But the girls aren't interested in this, and they're just pointing out, saying, hey, look at, G- look at Ojiro. <laughs> look at Ojiro. <laughs> And we see why in the next panel, because his fur is looking tufty. <laughs> I know. We get a lot of panels of people touching his fur and it must be so soft, but it is getting messed up. Yeah. Um, gyrate and him just really going at it. Even his clothes are getting torn when their fight that's going on. And Ojiro is saying, he's normally, he's fighting so normally. Mm-hmm. The way he's get he's getting beat is so ordinary. It's like Ojiro hasn't changed at all. Come on, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. These guys are so I know it's been an ongoing thing about Ojiro being so plain, but I mean I don't know how he would use utilize his tail, but I guess we could talk about that more at the end. But um mean commentary from his so called friends there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we can see that he's struggling, he knows he's not doing very well. He's saying, Ouch, what is this heavy feeling in my chest? And Jiro is saying, Dodging alone won't win you this fine deflecting all of my attacks get deflected and when I defend those hardened support items on his fingers they grind me down talk about brutal Kabara. yeah that would hurt is he just like there's like mini drills on his fingers yeah Kabara comes to him saying you're done but as he gets there Ida jumps in at the background grabs onto him <laughs> so just like Ida He's saying, I'll put Spiral in prison, so I must leave the battlefield for now. I'll be back shortly, as he just (laughs) in the background. (laughs) In the meantime, support Todoroki, because Mudman is probably headed this way. I'll be back in a flash. As you're saying, you got it. You're also speaking faster now, Ida. (laughs) Maybe I should do that sped up. I'll put spiral in prison so i must leave the battlefield for now i'll be back shortly in the meantime support todoroki because mud man is probably headed this way i'll be back in a flash Noom. nice and spiral say get off of me i didn't get to really show off yet so damn you why should i allow a villain to show off spiral's going honenuke must have given you the slip right you saw what a pain he can be so shouldn't you go after him instead this is no time for you to be interrupting our one-on-one fighting genium this is how my brother will proceed, so I will do the same. If I cannot take proper action during training, then how can I hope to act when it counts? 
Okay, here's the thing. I thought Ida's hero name was Ida. I didn't he go with just his name, or did he did he did he end up doing Ingenium as his hero name? I think he goes with Ingenium. I think it's like a passed down like mantle in their family. So I think like each new generation just takes on the Ingenium mantle when the when they join. Well, it could be kind of weird if, like, there's two Ingeniums in the field at the same time. Like, how would they differentiate themselves? Junior. <laughs> Ingenium Junior. Ingenium Did, 1, Ingenium 2. Didn't Tensei say that when um, when he feels ready, Ida could take up the mantle of Ingenium? So because he's out of action, his brother is inheriting it because of that. Because otherwise, if he hadn't, his brother hadn't been taken out by Stain, there couldn't be two ingeniums unless he called himself ingenium junior because <laughs> <laughs> i think i think i remember like ida struggling with that but then i think it was a big moment where he did decide on it because show like yeah. todoroki's hero name is just shoto i think it's just his name yeah guess now that he's he's passed provincial license maybe he's saying that he he's taking it on or that's just what people are calling him because he's not referring to himself as ingenium yeah. I guess we'll have clarification in the future. So on to the next page, about <laughs> two minutes earlier, um, and Shoto is continuing his fight with Tetsu, 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 Tetsu. He's saying, why are you? <laughs> Such a rich boy thing to say. Why are you? <laughs> but Tetsu, Tetsu just saying, my fist. <laughs> you have to get the question. Yeah, as he punches through Shoto's eye. And the onlookers with Sato saying, since he turns into steel, a little cold doesn't slow him down much. It keeps his skin from peeling off. Kirishima saying, Tetsu, Tetsu, I've got a lot to learn from you. Just continuing their friend, their friendly rivalry. But then Salty back going, the ice doesn't do, isn't doing squat, but he keeps tr- he keeps trying it. Rookie move. <laughs> tetsu, Tetsu, come my steel fist of justice is gonna make ice cubes out of your defense the show's just saying then how about a wall of flames (laughs) and the room is engulfed in fire oh wait there was some oh i just love that like kirishima just could like crib notes off of tetsu tetsu because he's like we're basically the same but i don't know if this cold affect kirishima when he's hardened and the next page, could he do the same thing? Let's see. And then, ouch! Poor Pony gets burned! And so Todoroki calls out, You handle Pony! I'm not saying her name. Okay, oh, uh, let you handle Sunotori. Right! Come on, retreat. Give me some distance. And Tetsu, 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 Tetsu rises from the flames. Do you have any clue as to why I decided to take you on? Figured it out yet? Because your stuff doesn't work on me. <laughs> Time to strike while the iron is hot. <laughs> and the heat's turned him red. And he's just like, he's super scary. Like, how did his clothes not burn off? I'm uh, assuming he's got to have gotten special armor made for this. Yeah. Tetsu Tetsu's PG rating hasn't been approved like Mirio's <laughs> is. <laughs> yes. Uh, and then Pony goes, fight on! And he says, this was part of my quirk training. You ever spend a day inside a furnace? And it's like, maybe you shouldn't say that to someone who has a scar on their face. Because <laughs> I think they do know what hot feels like. <laughs> but uh, but I think like it's still... And then like I can't tell if this is instructions that were told to him. Tetsu, 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 pin down Todoroki. Don't let him get away. Overwhelm him in close combat to keep him from firing off massive moves. Are they telling them him that now, or was that their plan earlier? Uh, I'm reading it as if it was their plan earlier. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
And he says, half and half can't put a dent in me. I bulldoze past my limits to steal myself like this. Pun. <laughs> <laughs> I got I real recognize real. And then we get a bit of a flashback. Raise your body. He's right up to the limit. And then surpass that limit. Of course you can do it. You haven't tried. This is just Endeavor going full demon. I decided that. Sorry, anyone who I scared. <laughs> and then we get another flashback. I hate it. Mommy, I, I don't want to be like daddy. And Tetsu, 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 just keep, just keep pounding away till you're out cold. A nice endeavor. Remember this. You possess a hidden power greater than any other. And he thinks, why am I thinking of this now? Crap. And is he just being burned by him? Like, he's like punching him. Isn't that like burns? So red hot. Like, is he grabbing Todoroki? Like, or is he just hitting his like clothes? I think he's like, He's grabbed him by, like, the shirt, and he's, like, just holding him by the shirt, so I don't think he feels the heat through the uniform he's wearing. His his it looks like he got punched in the cheek at one point, he looks like he has a little burn there or something. Oh, yeah, he definitely does, yeah. His hand, uh, Shoto's hand, as it goes up to defend himself, the lightness in there makes me think that he's gearing up for a, a much stronger fight back. But do you think his skin, if, if he, when, because um, Tetsu Tetsu is so heated up now when tetsu tetsu punches shoto it could damage his skin from the heat from that yeah i or so, so like tetsu think, tetsu would burn todoroki is that yeah, yeah like if it's his I fire that's so. coming from him it doesn't burn him but could the the like molten metal on tetsu tetsu burn todoroki i think so Def- like todoroki can burn so yeah, yeah. No, because even in the previous panel, like right before that last scene where he says, raise your body's heat right up to the limit, you can see like Tetsu Tetsu's punch mark on his cheek. It's kind of like bruised and you can see a little bit of smoke coming off it. So it seems like, you know, being struck by superheated steel probably does hurt him quite a bit. Okay, I, okay. here's the thing. Do you guys think he's going to blue flame? Do you th- but the thing is, was that, or okay, do you guys think he'll blue flame? I'll do my thing after. Yes, I'm going with the yeah. I don't know. I'm less interested in the blue flame, but I do kind of want Tetsu Tetsu to win. Yeah. Him and Kirishima, it would give them such a, a boost. Shoto's just so OP. He doesn't know how to throw a punch, though. No. He relies on his quirks so much. <laughs> he doesn't know how to throw a punch. It's just like, it's just funny to see this and be like, because I guess I'm really used to Shonen where everyone's like, oh, they're really good at fighting. But Todoroki, like, he has his quirk, but then, like, you grab him by the shirt, and what's he going to do, flail at you? Yeah. <laughs> like, learn to throw a punch, Todoroki. Page 71, where um, Tetsu Tetsu is shouting at him and coming at him with his fist again. Shoto looks terrified. Yeah, I think, like, honestly, like, okay, for my take on if he'll do blue flame, or, because, okay, I don't think he'll do blue flame, because I don't think that's what, he's just trying to teach him overheat, or whatever... Well, prominence burn. He's trying to teach him. Yeah. That's a Pokemon move. He's trying to teach him prominence burn, which wasn't blue. But then Endeavor didn't recognize Dabby. He, you'd think he would have more of a shock at blue flame. Dabby's blue flames, if that's what he wanted Todoroki to do. But since I, he didn't react to it, like he saw Dabby, shouldn't he have? He, I guess he's all like stitched up. But wouldn't he have recognized the blue flames or be like, oh, that's what I wanted my son to be able to do? I don't know. I think it's too difficult to speculate without knowing any more of the backstory. Yeah, because yeah. honestly, I don't think Todoroki is going to be able to do anything. I think Todoroki might he might do a big flare, but it won't be- melt Tetsu. I think he's more headed for a meltdown. 
Because, like, he's literally being triggered by Tetsu Tetsu that, like, all this stuff is making him think of what his dad did to him when he was little. It's, it's not, like, Tetsu Tetsu Tetsu's fault. They're just, ha- they're having, like, they're, they're supposed to be fighting. And he's, like, I went beyond my limits. Like, plus Ultra, all that jazz. It's just, unfortunately, for Todoroki, that, like, he associates that with his asshole of a father beating him up when he was full. Like, okay, sorry, I'm kind of going off on a tangent here. Like, <laughs> but, but then I guess last time he was triggered properly was in his fight with Izuku and he 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 did use his fire then I mean he he won but he did use his fire more so I guess you're saying with the blue flame maybe he will use it maybe but I feel like I don't think Deku was like triggering him there was more like pushing him to like use it because he just refused to use his fire this is like he wasn't Deku wasn't reminding him of his father this is like Tetsu Tetsu reminding him of Endeavor Ash what are your thoughts (laughs) I was actually looking it up while you were all talking. So I'm looking at like the different colors and like temperatures of flame. Mm. So the lowest is red, which is about 980 to 1800 degrees Fahrenheit. And T turns orange, which is about 2000 to 2200 degrees Fahrenheit. And between orange and white flame, the flame turns blue. And when temperatures approach 2400 to 2700 degrees Fahrenheit, flames turn white. Ooh. So I wonder, rather than blue, if he's going to make white flames. That could be cool. Because yeah, also looking at, like, I was thinking of something like magnesium. Like, you know, when you burn up magnesium, there's, like, a bright flash of white that kind of blinds you. So I'm like, could Todoroki do something similar where he creates, like, a flash of flame so bright that it temporarily, like, blinds people around him and he can use that to kind of distract them? Mm-hmm. Hmm, that'd be cool or if he just used up all his strength in a moment and then that was it but you know that'd be really cool if he could bust out some white magnesium yeah. stuff i like that better than him like melting tetsu 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 <laughs> into like a metal like puddle and i wonder like could kirishima do this like i guess what what i guess we need to know what the melting point of his hardened skin is yeah do you guys have any thoughts on ojiro he needs a power up or something <laughs> Because he just has a tail, and I guess, like, even him, like, he's trying to improve, but still, no, he needs to get, like, equipment upgrades. No, it's because, like, back in the training when they're doing, like, working on, like, their superpowers, that they're going to, like, their special finishing moves, wasn't Ectoplasm, like, telling Ojiro that, you know, you fight too obviously, like, with your tail, and it's kind of predictable, so you need to learn how to, like, not rely on it so much when you're fighting? So I wonder if that's going to come into play here where he has to kind of learn how to use his tail, I don't know, more subtly than he is right now. Mm-hmm. And I know there was something in Vigilantes, there's stuff where one of the characters, their quirk, like, keeps developing or they find, or I guess, like, they, they realize stuff about their quirk that they didn't realize before. But I wonder how can you, like, take a tail further? Like, the tail grows hands! <laughs> but then that's, that's Shoji, though. So, like... I don't know what he can do, really, besides yeah. taping a gun to his tail, like I've suggested before, <laughs> and he still hasn't done it. It's a, it's a bit at a loss, isn't it? In the forest, his training was just to make his tail super strong. Mm. But, I mean, he's done. he's been focusing on making his tail super strong, and he's still... Do you I mean? He doesn't have one special tail move where he can just knock someone out with a tail smash. Mm-hmm. Tail whip, like the Pokemon. Tail spin. <laughs> I want to yeah. suggest something really crazy again from One Piece, but I was just thinking of, you know, when Kaku went into his giraffe form, he's like compressing mm-hmm. his neck. I wonder if Ojiro could do something similar, he like compresses his tail, like shoots it out, kind of like a boxing punch to kind of do more damage. Oh. <gasps> he needs to be like a kangaroo. Yeah. 
like the there's a tele there's like the kangaroo in Bugs Bunny and like kept beating people up. I don't yeah. I think it's Bugs don't yeah. He, he needs to do that. He needs to like bounce on it and like throw stuff. And he, yeah. I said it last week, he needs to put armor on it. Yeah. Armor just like a giant fist on the end of it so he can just use it to punch people in the face. Yeah. I'm wondering if he'll get kicked out and replaced <gasps> by Shinso. Oh, that would be so sad. You're right, though, because, like, he got saved by Ida. And even his classmates are like, this is really boring. Like, he's not, he's not, um, he's not advanced at all. Like, he's not progressing. So if <gasps> even your friends are saying that you're not progressing. Oh, there's nothing crueler than a dream ended halfway. Yeah. Oh, that would be sad. That would be heartbreaking. And, and a one-on-one close-up fight, that should be Ojiro's forte. Yeah. But he... He just wasn't, it just looked like he wasn't accomplishing anything. Yeah, and he's the one who can throw a punch. Like, he does, like, martial arts and stuff, but, yeah. And, like, Deku doesn't even want to learn kicking moves from him. Like, isn't doesn't he do kicky stuff? He just only, because Ida's the best. So, yeah, maybe. <gasps> traitor, OG. Traitor. He's a traitor. <laughs> He'll be the next LaBrava. LaBrava, <laughs> yeah. uh, gentle. Oh, oh gentle. Yeah, I, I do kind of like the idea, though, that it's not, like, set in stone. Like, oh, we're getting paired off fighting these people. They can switch it up, run away, and, like, it's very, it feels more realistic. But it does really suck for Ojiro. So, like, maybe, yeah, I could see him getting kicked out. Because him and, like, Sato and, like, Hagaguro, we haven't really seen them do that much. So now the, now's their time to, like, shine. And if they don't shine, Eraserhead could switch them out and it would suck and it would be i think like it would be it would be a really big shake up if that happened yeah i mean even coda is in trouble because he got taken out pretty early on didn't he in his match yeah i can't think of anyone from 1b that's done as badly as ojiro looked to be doing here the beast guy kind of completely fell apart in his because he like he was doing good but then he like let the thing go to his head but he had a really good start, though. Mm-hmm. But does anyone have... I've got one other thought. Does anyone else have any other any other thoughts? Um, let's look through really quick. Um, I love Mudman a lot. Yeah. I think he's really cool. And, like, I love... He should go to class one day. <laughs> I think he's really awesome. Yeah. Ida's granddad, who came up with the crazy but effective muffler idea. Mm-hmm. The way they're talking about him is, though he's, is as though he's died. But yeah. I really want to meet or get a flashback, find out something about Ida's granddad and him turn out to be some sort of like complete badass that's completely <laughs> different to the rest yes. of them and their oh. like rules. And he's just like, you've got to push yourself further, boys. And he's just eating loads of spinach <laughs> and then doing dumbbells in the other arm. Yeah. Just push oh, yourself. Was... Who cares about rules? Take <laughs> out those mufflers. <laughs> I was trying to think if we'd... None of the people in like that we saw that had all for one looked very. They, they didn't look uh, in Germanium-ish. Like cause they all kind of have the same costume. And we, I think, we, I think uh, Caleb posted a picture of what we've seen of the family, and none of them. I guess they're all they're all wearing like helmets though, so we couldn't really tell. I wonder if he and Gran Torino, like just based on Deku's comment, I wonder if he and Gran Torino ever knew each other and were like rivals. And they kept having competitions to see who could outspeed the other. That would be brilliant. (laughs) And when you're talking earlier about him being a badass, I just imagine this moment where he's talking to a villain and he's just like, a villain's just like telling him, oh, you're not fast enough. So he just dead stares him, rips out his little 
engine things Mm -hmm. and then just regrows them instantly and just chases after the guy again (laughs) yeah like how long is the regrow time is what i want to know i'm guessing he must have pulled them out after like when he passed because they said oh you you deserve to know the secret now so i wonder if they told him that after he passed the licensing the um licensing exam oh yeah but okay, I'm looking at Caleb's tweet and he tweeted a picture of like the Ida family that we saw when he's like, oh yeah, my family's a renowned hero family. We see like an Ingemanium with a cane. So maybe he's still alive. Maybe. It was just the way they were talking about him. I thought it was in past tense, but I would like to meet him. So I'm hoping I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Any final, final thoughts? Um, Endeavor can suck it. I don't Yeah, want honestly, <laughs> like I'm not loving where Horikoshi's going with this with this whole Endeavor bit. Like, the sooner he's written out of the series, the better. Yeah, I don't want to be like, oh, Endeavor actually did help. So, like, it's a good thing he did that. No, it was a shitty thing to do to a child. No. So that's, like, that's why I really don't want him to be like, oh, now I'll do Blue Flame or, like, Overheat or whatever it is, like, or Prominence Burn. I don't want want there to be, like, Endeavor was right. I don't want that. I hope if Endeavor tries to teach Todoroki something, Todoroki just, like, says, no thanks, I'll figure it out on my own. I don't need anything else from you, and he just, like, waltzes off. Well, at least, like, Endeavor's not here to see it, so Endeavor can't be like, I did it! Yeah, yeah. At least that's good. What would you rate this chapter? Uh, the, uh, I, like, okay, I'm gonna flip through it real quick. I think it was good, like, it was enjoyable, and, like, I love that Tetsu, like, Tetsu, 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 Tetsu is getting the chance to, like, really shine, and Todoroki's really getting challenged. The ending kind of spoils it. Um, I might want to give it a three. Uh, no, I'm gonna give it a four, because I, I think it was still good. I don't have anything funny. I think it was good, but, like, I would give it lower, because, like, I can't, just because I'm mad about the Endeavor stuff, I can't, like, give it a really low score. I think it was still, like, a really exciting and fun chapter. Ash, what did you think? Yeah, 100% same. I'd say I was tempted to score it lower, like, trying to be objective. Like, the rest of the chapter was a lot of fun. Like, there's a lot of good stuff going on. My favorite panel is still that one where Tetsu Tetsu's coming out of the flame. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, because your stuff doesn't work on me. Because <laughs> all this time he's been kind of treated, like, a little bit more ironic and kind of like the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. So to finally see him kind of getting the recognition, be like, no, he actually is incredibly competent and badass was really well done. Mm-hmm. And oh, I love Sen Kaibira's little like gyrate powers. Like, mm-hmm. oh, the human drill thing just really works for me. And oh, it was good to see Ida finally getting some much needed screen time. I think the last time he had this much prominence was kind of during the stain arc. Mm-hmm. So seeing him improve and like starting to develop his techniques is really good. So yeah, I think four out of five is a good mark for this chapter. Yeah, I think you described Tetsu Tetsu's um, move really well, where he like I couldn't have described it better. We said that he is taken as a joke, so it's good for him to mm-hmm. be so strong. I like that Ida is getting some serious some serious uh, camera action rather than just you know being a being a kind of a, a side joke i'd probably give it four shiny mufflers out of five <laughs> oh hey i just thought of something funny when he's like tie the strike while the iron is hot i really wish that pony had been like fight on iron man <laughs> it would have been amazing i don't you like couldn't have been able to do you could have put like iron and put a dash or something i think that would because tetsu tetsu's name is literally iron 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 yeah so he's Iron Man. I just realized that. 
We've not seen Shoji really do anything. I hope we see Shoji do some stuff. (laughs) Shoji's just there to tell us what color he is. (laughs) I see them. It's like, thanks, Shoji. I don't want him to get kicked like that. He could stay in class one day. Who will he fight? Maybe he'll fight Gyrate Man. Yeah. No, because Gyrate Man is going into prison. Oh, yeah, you're right. He got caught. Yeah, he was matched up against Pony, wasn't he? Oh, yeah, so... (laughs) I don't, they'll just have, like catch all of her like yeah. boomer horns instead of boomerangs boomer horns. This is my hero academia. This is manga news and more. my hero academia. The game. The game. <laughs> the oh. game. <laughs> Okay, everyone, I just want to say the name of the game and then we can explain what it is. But the name of the game is Traitor Ultimate Love. Now, so if we could explain it, because I can't. Traitor Ultimate Love. Good name. Yes. Um, so I'm on the My Hero Academia wiki page. We're going to start off by at random picking two members from Class 1A and we'll discuss at random any traitor theories that could possibly happen with them. And then from there, we'll pick two random characters from the entirety of My Hero Academia and discuss what sort of moves they could do if they were to team up their fighting ability as a team. And then we'll, t- we'll choose two random characters again and discuss um, any sort of potential relationship or friendship that shipping maybe that they could have together but we'll see how that goes we don't want any uh tricky <laughs> situations to occur yes we'll keep it pg <laughs> yes are you ready yep okay so right so the first student from 1a is coda <laughs> for the traitor potential and the second one oh the second one is kaminari oh <laughs> Well, I know a few weeks ago we were talking about, I don't I think it was when I wasn't on, it was when you guys were saying that, like, he could talk to the pigeons, and, like, he could be the spy cause, traitor because of that, that he can, like, sneak around and overhear stuff, and his bunny, too. But he would be a very good traitor, because no one would suspect him, because he's so shy and quiet and almost meek all the time that no one would suspect Coda. And he even looks, he looks, if he didn't have his cute, nervous face all the time, he could look very intimidating with his Boulder-esque appearance. Mm -hmm. I could see him being a traitor and then it would, then he would really get some focus that he desperately needs. (laughs) Yes, please. Ash, were you on the traitor coda? I like it. Honestly, like he seems a little too pure and innocent. So him being the traitor would be great. But it turns out he's just like been hiding behind this facade. It makes sense with his powers too, like he can just send in like insects or whatever to infiltrate everywhere and since they're everywhere, no one would ever suspect that they're being spied on. So him being the traitor would be a good plot twist. And I think I saw someone on Reddit once being like, man is just another type of animal. So if he could command people. <laughs> so it's like uh, uh Shinso's quirk, but yeah. actually being able to like make people talk or and like do more complex stuff. Oh, that'd be too much. Yeah. yeah, that'd be so IP, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe it's just the less evolved people. <laughs> <laughs> what? The more stupid ones, like Kaminari in his um his uh, derpy form. Maybe that'd be, that'd be interesting. Yeah, whoever like we think someone's a traitor, but actually it's just Coda controlling them. <laughs> He's like, nah, they're just an idiot. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, and then Kaminari, if, if we want to move on to him, do, we, do you have any last Coda thoughts? Only that it's interesting that these two were picked when they're both the ones that get shipped with Jiro. Oh, true. Yeah, so like Jiro <laughs> would feel like especially shaken if it was Coda, because like you'd never suspect Coda. He just seems like a nice guy, and you just like you don't really hear anything from him. It's like okay, he's just there. I forget about him sometimes. I'm sorry, Coda. No one that has a cute pet bunny rabbit could ever have a hardened heart. Sorry, Dr. Evil. Did you have a bunny or a cat? <laughs> no, he had a cat. Hairless cat, I think. Oh. Uh, mm. He had a bit of good in him or something. <laughs> now I just imagine Coda just like someone busting in. He's like, all right, we finally found you, the UA traitor. And then Coda just swivels around in his chair. He's just stroking his bunny rabbit. <laughs> it's like, you've caught me, Mr. Deku. Oh, <laughs> There's so much to talk about with Kaminari and the traitor possibilities he's like the front runner yeah i think like a lot of it's because horikoshi did like a picture of him and like half of his face looked nice and the other half looked really scary yeah his his original um his first character design he looked very villainous but then have you seen ida's first character design no it was completely different and he looked pretty villainous there I think Kaminari was, yeah, Kaminari, like, originally was a villain when Horikoshi first started, and then he, like, oh, actually, I'll put him on the team, like, I'll put him on with the students. And I think, like, he was saying that Kirishima and Kaminari were both to, like, join the class together, kind of, to unite Yeah, the more outgoing characters to pull them in, yeah. <laughs> so, the basic bits, I'll forget things, but the basic reasons why people think he's the traitor are because they think that his quirk, when he goes into his stupid mode, is too easy for like a, as a get out clause so he's just mm-hmm. pretending to hide his true ability during usj they think he could have used his electricity to jam the signal which is mm-hmm. why they the the um ua students couldn't call for help mm-hmm. and also then with what we've already covered with his original design being villainous are there any bits i'm sure there are bits i'm missing because uh, i did not do traitor research before this which i really should have done <laughs> no i think it's good to kind of just like a spur of the moment thinking and also that at usj he might have been able to do his electricity to send out like a location thing or something because we don't really know like how much he can what he can do to electronics really yeah that's true and but the um sending out the the signal in um the forest as well oh yeah yeah that's right sorry that's what i meant the the train the class the camp training thing I don't want him to be the traitor just because in um, Blue Exorcist, hmm. there's a chap there who becomes kind of a traitor, kind of not a traitor. I don't know where he stands in the series thus far, hmm. but his character comes across as very similar. Yeah, like, but, I, yeah, because I feel like if he was the traitor, everyone's like, oh, I called it, I called it. But like Coda, I feel like it would be like, oh, wow. What? Yeah, he seems like a very obvious choice for traitor, doesn't he? So mm-hmm. then... I, d- I doubt that Horikoshi would go with the more obvious one, or if he would change, he would sort of not change it, but alter it in somehow so that people weren't like, oh, oh yeah, I guessed it. Mm-hmm. I don't think he would change it, but like at the same time, I, st- I like I know Horikoshi, he didn't forget the traitor theory. It's just that like I don't think it's as important right now. Like I think Horikoshi knows it's not the focus, but he's like laying little clues. It's not something that we should actively be worrying about, kind of. But it, I think it is good to have it on the background. I'm not saying don't theorize. I'm just saying that it's not, like, super prom. Like, we... He's not leaving giant clues right now. It's just, like, it's probably a little subtle stuff that we'll only pick up after. Breadcrumbs. Yeah. 
And, like, Deku doesn't know about it. And, like, I think once Deku learns that there's a traitor, I think that's when it'll be, like, the Deku, the, sorry, the traitor plot line will really start. Ash, what do you think about um, Karanari's potential traitor? Uh, I like the idea of him being, like, the human EMP, basically, and, like, being able to cut off all communications. I don't know if I like the idea of his, like, electricity, like, when he gets dumbed down being just a gag because i feel like that's the thing with a lot of the quirks that are overpowered is they need something that kind of is like a drawback for them kind of like uh the quake guy from the licensing exam how like the quirks reverberates back into him and that's why he can't use like really powerful ones Mm -hmm. so yeah i like the coda idea better the codas makes for a better trader than kaminari does Oh, it makes me think of, there was some theories that, like, uh, Monoma would copy uh, his electricity quirk and then not do the do thing afterwards. Uh, so, like, yeah. that would show that it was fake, that he was just yeah. faking it, but who knows. Okay, now for the ultimate move team-ups. Okay, so the first character is, uh, sorry guys, Mineta. <laughs> <laughs> I am the only one who is a fan of Mineta. Yes. And the second one is, <gasps> it's the rabbit hero, Miriko, a.k.a. Rumi Yushayugiyama. Yay! When I can't pronounce something, oh. I'm seeing it. <gasps> oh, Minato would get no work down the pervert. No, yeah. If there's a way she could bounce off his balls, but she would stick to them. But if he, like, <laughs> she, okay, okay, screw all of you. If she could hop <laughs> off of his hair, hair things and bounce higher. <laughs> they actually might be good, quite a good team because I think he would follow her orders exactly. Where she yeah. says, oh, team-ups are for weaklings, she could command him pretty easily. So I think she might actually like to work with him just because he'd be so cooperative. Or, like, Mineta could bounce like her by bouncing off his hair things so then he could hop around. He could bounce her... He could bounce himself off his own balls. <laughs> and then... I, I, was, I was trying to avoid saying balls. He could, bounce his, he could bounce off his own hair things and hop around like she does. Like, bounce off from there to there and kind of, like, copy her. Oh, that would be cool. So it's like yeah. a minefield with his stuff. Yeah, so their, their mobility would, just, would be great. If they were in, like, a chase or something, mm-hmm. they would be great to chase and capture... Yeah, because Mineta is the ultimate capture person besides Zero. Because there's so far there is no way to unattach from his hair things. Like there's no way to get unstuck. I think even in there's like a fiddler thing where even All Might couldn't do it. Over Mineta, time they get weaker, don't they? But what gets weaker? His um the strength, the stickiness of his balls over time they get weaker. Ah. But if they're just going to be there for a while before I don't know the Miracle's sidekicks get there to yeah. apprehend them. Or maybe he could like. Rip, take all of them off at once, and then she could kick kick it, and then it would, like, explode, and it would rain down the balls on people. But when she'd kick them, wouldn't they stick to her? She can, like, wear... He, like, he has something. His gloves have something. It, his, like, so if she was wearing something like that on her foot. Because I think oh. he just... Yeah. Oh, yeah, no. Yeah, the equipment to use is, like, there's some special substance that comes from his scalp that prevents the grapes from sticking to them. Yeah. So if she gave her, like, equipment that has that kind of stuff on it, then she could use that to, like, launch herself off of his powers and, like, bounce around. Yeah. Well, I wonder if because her feet, her bunny her bunny feet are so big and strong that she could just 
if she kicked at them, the wind power created by oh. them could just direct them anyway. Yeah, and oh, I wonder, yeah. that's really cool. Or if, like, Mineta could find a way to, like, change the size of them, because right now they're small. Like, if he could find, if he could change his hairstyle and make them really big. You keep avoiding saying balls. Just yes! to say it. If he could find a way to enlarge his balls. <laughs> uh, or he could, like, balls. make stuff out of them. Like, because right now he's just doing, like, a string. He's doing anal beads. But if he could make other stuff with his balls, I don't know what else he could make. I, what, well, he doesn't need anal a different beads. name for his hair. Like, please, I'm begging you. <laughs> Anal beads giant edition. What was the second part of that? A anal beads giant edition where he makes oh, them really large. I did not hear giant. I heard a V. Oh, vagina edition. Yes, please cut that. Defeats the purpose. But um, from an aesthetic point, I'm looking at her now. I didn't realise that her um, her thigh high sort of boots were purple. And that's how short he is. So he could quite easily, sort of in the dark, just hide behind her purple like, thigh highs and then stealth sneak up on people. Oh, he would love he would love that, the little pervert. The little minx. Creepy minx. I just imagine now, like, Mineta just getting, like, giant anal beads and just using them to just wrap up people as Miracle just tosses them around and he just captures villains like that. <laughs> oh... I think, he, I think he's honestly a contender for taking away Midnight status as, like, the raunchiest hero. Oh, there's I mean, so much potential. only raunchy because of the balls. Like, if, he just, <laughs> if, he, if his hair was cube-shaped, then he could just, like, he would not be as bad. Why doesn't he give him cube hair, please? Like, I just, ugh. I, I know the balls is funny, but I'm just, like, every single time I was like, what? Like, this is just so Mineta. <laughs> Like what? Like, are do his parents have ball hair? Like, what were his parents' quirks? How did this happen? Oh yeah. my god! What if his pubic hair is the same? Uh, what round? Going too far. Going too far. <laughs> tiny little, tiny little grape pubes. Oh my god! We've got. We need to cut that out. <laughs> so on. Let's skip to the next game. So the two characters. The first one will be, oh, Tomooki Shiriketo. She's one of the pussycat dolls, right? Yes. So she is Ragdoll, who loses uh, her ability. Mm-hmm. Tomooki Shiriketo, a.k.a. Ragdoll, is the first one. And the next character is, ooh, Ryuko Tatsuma, a.k.a. the dragon hero. Oh. Ryuki. Ryuku. I'm going to see that. How do you spell her name? Oh, there she is. Oh, they could be friends. Yeah, they're oh, they're similar ages as well, 26 and 31. So Ragdoll's older. I guess if Ragdoll, she's taking up an admin position now, isn't she? She could work for her. Yeah, like I think she could do admin for her, or like. Yeah, oh, that'd be interesting because Ragdoll's so they're all they're all so quirky, and Ryu, even though her design is so out there. She doesn't seem like a very, I mean, she seems like an outgoing person, but she doesn't have the same like high level of energy mm-hmm. from what I think we've seen. Yeah, we just haven't seen as much of her. Ragdoll seems a lot goofier, like, because I think, of, I, I don't, we didn't really see that much of Ragdoll either, but she kind of just was like very ragdolly being like. So it might be good that they could like bond, like, oh, she doesn't have her quirk anymore. 
And Ryoko could be like, ride on my dragon back and be the warrior or something. Like, she could still be a hero. Like, the pussycat dolls and the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She could, Ragdoll could take um, Ryuko out of her, out of her, um, out of her shell a little bit. Hmm. Excite her up. What do you think about Ragdoll and uh, dragon hero Ryuku? Uh, as traitors, I Oh no, no, this is just, uh, this is just their, uh, just, like, uh, friendship or relationship. I don't know, like, we haven't seen much of dragon hero, which is kind of disappointing with the overhaul arc that she didn't really do much in there. I like the idea of Ragdoll just, like, Riding on the back of Dragon Lady as her cheerleader, just cheering her <laughs> on, on her, just blasting the villains and just like cheering her on. I like that idea. Uh, yeah, sadly, there's not very much to talk about them because, yeah, as you've said, Ruki, we haven't really seen much of her. So yeah. that's if the I, end of the game. <laughs> Yay! I'll just add a quick one more thought. If Ragdoll still had her powers, though, and she was able to tag villains, that would be really cool. Just like they're trying to escape from this flying dragon. And mm-hmm. the cat, no matter where they try to hide, she just spots them out every time and just blasts the building they're in. That would have been a really cool team up. Oh, that's true. That's a great idea. I haven't Because I've just been thinking about it as her now, but she doesn't have her quote. But if she would get her quote back, no, you're right. That would be great. Be very um uh oh, po, Game of Thrones. <laughs> riding on the back of the dragon just yeah. <laughs> take, them, like, take them i never realized apparently ragdoll is a breed of cat i didn't know that i always thought that was kind of weird i was like why is she ragdoll yeah they are a breed of cat my um my friend is a animal groomer one of the things about ragdolls is that when they get really scared they just sort of go all limp so hmm. you can't really, uh, can't really uh, watch them so if you liked that game let us know if not we <laughs> might not do it again this <laughs> is <laughs> So this is anime episode seven, entitled Deku versus Kachan. And we start with a recap of last episode, and then we get a flashback of our two young frenemies as children. Mm-hmm. And we learn that Deku has been admiring Bakugo for a long time, since before they developed their quirks, which is when they were four. Yeah. Who can remember things from before they were four? <laughs> like a few like vague little memories, but not much. Yeah. I mean, maybe we could remember things when we were like 15, 16, but... Mm-hmm. Um, so it was after we learned that it was after Bakugo got his quirk that he went from being a brave fun kid to being an arrogant bully mm-hmm. um, and Ida while they're having their little fisticuffs Ida is trying to get some sort of team back teamwork going on with Bakugo mm-hmm. who is not having any of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, but back in the audience room All Might is explaining to the rest of the class that the participants have earphones to communicate with the other team member a map of the building and also captured tape. Mm-hmm. But Mina thinks that it's too unfair and it's too much of a disadvantage for the heroes. But um, All Might tells them that that's what happens every day for heroes. They need to overcome the obstacles. And we get a big plus ultra from mm-hmm. the class. Kendra, did you like their plus ultra? Yes, it was good. I was worried <laughs> that they weren't going to answer him. And I was like, yeah, they did. I was like, yes, they have studied well. <laughs> it has the level of enthusiasm that you're looking for. Yes. <laughs> Um, and then back at the fight, Izuku is utilising his knowledge of Bakugo's attacks and also Eraserhead's fighting style by incorporating the um, the capture tape. 
as eraser heads uh, his capture material and he's using that to fight bakugo and pretend prevent him from getting a head-on hit mm. while he does that yuraka uses the chance to get away and Izuku's style is really impressing the rest of the class. And imagine if Bakugo could hear their responses. Oh. <laughs> As they're saying, like, how great Izuku is doing, Bakugo would be so angry, he might he might just explode. Mm-hmm. But um, as Izuku runs off, we hear Bakugo shouting about how Izuku is lying to him. He's been hiding his quirk and laughing at him from behind his back. And I know I said this last episode, but with the hindsight of Bakugo's character, I'm really, it's giving me a new appreciation for Bakugo. I'm not mm. excusing his bullying in it, bullying in any way, but I think I'm looking at his anger from like a different point of view. And I think like a lot of people kind of failed Bakugo because he just like, okay, later on there's a character people are like, oh, it's almost like he didn't get the quirk training that everyone else did. And it's like, it feels like Bakugo didn't either. Bakugo seems to think he's just like, am- he thinks he's amazing in that like everyone else sucks. But like, shouldn't, in like, if they had something at school where they kind of did like, okay, this is your quirk. It means you're not a god. Like, you gotta be a person and just not, like, be identified only by your quirk and all that jazz. But it feels like he missed that. Ignored it. So, like, I don't know. Like, I feel kind of bad for Bagago. But he's just, he's just, like, a horror movie thing in this episode. And I think that's the point, is that, like, he's terrifying. And while they're having their skirmish, All Might is reflecting that though he knows that Bakugo's pride was so large, it's beyond what he could have imagined he needs to sort out his pride before it could becomes his demise Mm -hmm. izaku form is running he's run off and hid and he's formulating a plan for his team to win while bakugo is just using this time to look back on when he started to be bully izaku and the moment he developed his quirk and we see everyone in his class including the teachers just banging on about how amazing and impressive his quirk is and how his just natural talent is beyond. And he even says to himself, like, there's no one as amazing as me. (laughs) (laughs) This is when the Brit teacher should be really like, yeah, you're good, but you're not that great. You've got, you need to, you've got a long way to go rather than just be like, yeah, no, you're the best. Yeah, but his problem is that like he has a good quirk and he's also like smart. So it's not like they can be like, it would also be me. Like, oh, you're good at this, but you're bad at this. But yeah, I don't know how you would handle that, really. That's the other thing. If he's like four years old, he'd be in like preschool or kindergarten at that age. So you think the teachers would be more careful with a little kid, you know, that would not know how to control his temper and would just have like temper tantrums with a quirk that lets him create explosions. You'd think they'd be a little bit more careful in how they deal with him rather than just like egging his ego on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does anyone know what age the black manga critic he's trying he's um on route to becoming a teacher. Does anyone know what age he teaches? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. He I know he mentioned that he did like uh or he was in a master's program to do like children's lit, like fairy tales and things like that. So I assume it must mean he's like junior high elementary that range, but to have to ask him to confirm for sure. Mm-hmm. I might ask him what you would do from a teaching point of view with a kid like Bakugo but anyway that's sorry I've gone on a tangent Mm, that's a good question like what do you do what would you do in that situation and so while this is going on Izuku uh Yuraka sorry takes the chance to escape so Yuraka has gone off she's found the bomb and she's found Ida who is getting into the character (laughs) of a villain and I don't know I didn't notice that in the sub. I don't know if you guys did, but in the dubbed, he gives himself a villain voice. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and as she gets, she's seen, Ida explains that he used a dastardly trick to remove everything on the floor so Yuraka can't utilise her quirk. 
He just cleaned. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Such a villain. I love him. Um, when she phones Izuku to tell him what's going on, she says, uh, so he's done this, but I mean, he's just monologuing right now. <laughs> <laughs> and she like revealed herself because she was laughing at him. Um, and Bakugo explain. We then go back to Bakugo and Izuku, and Bakugo's explained that gauntlets on his wrist are to store up his sweat so that he can create one massive explosion. He points them at Izuku, and even though All Might tells him not to because he could kill Izuku, he, he doesn't care. Mm-hmm. He just fires it off anyway. He creates this massive blast that just destroys part of the building. Yuraka uses that chance while Izuku is distracted by the blast to make herself float. But Ida is not falling for it, and he moves the bomb away from her with an evil laugh. <laughs> uh, it's so funny. He's so in character. I wonder if he does... Um, what's that acting thing? You just oh. make up a scenario and carry on. What's it improv? called? Improv? I wonder if he does improv. <laughs> mm-hmm. It just feels very childish, like a game of keep away that you play with your siblings. Being like, no, it's mine. You can't touch it. <laughs> Seriously. He's so committed. And I just love, like, when he was, like, trying to, like, threaten her, like, walking towards, he just has his arms outstretched, and he's just, like, <laughs> trying to be scary. And it's like, you know. He was trying to do method acting, and it's just not yeah. working. He's too good. <laughs> oh. um, and All Might then tells Bakugo that he'll fail him if he uses another explosion again, because it risks destroying the entire building. And All Might, through the rest of the end of the episode, is having a little argument with himself. Because as a teacher, he knows he should stop the fight. But as Izuku's mentor, he wants to give him the chance to grow. So he's really struggling. But I mean, he's only just become a teacher, but mm-hmm. not good teaching. Yeah, because like he was putting their lives at risk. Because like he was very trusting that Bakugo knew how to pull yeah. himself back. Because like Bakugo was like explicitly saying like I'm not gonna kill him. Like I'm gonna hold back just enough. But he's like 14. How does he like? How much c- control does he really have? He's never used these gauntlets before. Yeah. Um. And while the fight is going on, Shoto and Momo are the only one that are impressed with Bakugo. Everyone else is just like, ah, what a douche. But they're they're saying that no, he actually he's got a lot of skill. He's using the explosions as a smoke smoke screen. His mobility with them's really good. Um. <laughs> they're the only two kind of on his side. Mm-hmm. And he all might compare the passion in Izuku's voice when he's talking about Bakugo to the passion in his voice when he talks about becoming a hero which I think is quite interesting especially later on as their characters progress Mm. but anyway I digress Mm. Um, Izuku then takes Bakugo goes to fire off at him straight in the head and Izuku takes the explosion head on but then uses his one for all and punches upwards, destroying the building above, making a big hole in the concrete, which Iraqi uses to adv- advantage, grabbing a large bit of the concrete and trying to hit Ida with it. <laughs> who then, as he's dodging away, she jumps onto the bomb and creates the uh, the Iraqi bomb meme. <laughs> yes. Well, she kind of like hits small rocks towards him. And then as the dust clears, we see Izuku's one extremely burnt arm from the explosion and then his other completely broken arm from the attack and everyone is looking beyond shocked even Bakugo looks distressed Izuku's taken some major beating and then the episode ends with All Might declaring that the hero team has won 
Yeah, that was good. I I kind of liked how we got to see like the other students' reactions to like Hiroshima was kind of like, you should stop this and like, what's he doing? And I just love to be like, that's not what a man would do, but he has no choice. And it's like, okay, Hiroshima, like whatever you're talking about. But it's just kind of cool. Like they're all getting to know each other for the first time and like kind of reacting to each other, which is cool. Yeah, I really just I think it was good to re rewatch it with now the hindsight of um, mm-hmm. Bakugo. I'd forgot how how messed up Izuku got at the end. Yeah. And also, Bakugo doesn't have any sort he any he doesn't get reprimanded at all. Even though yeah. like All Might told him not to do that move because he could actually kill someone, he yeah. does it anyway. He doesn't get reprimanded at all. That's terrible. Awful teaching. Well, thing is, though, All Might was saying like he was about to literally cancel it before Deku was like. Uraka, do it now, or like grab on to something, because he was about, because he t- like All Might told him, I'll cancel it if you do that again. Like you'll fail if you do that move again, and then yeah, he does it yeah. again, and he's like, okay, fine. But then Deku actually manages to do something. But, but I mean, just because someone evaded danger doesn't mean you should give the person who created the danger like a, a pass. Imagine you drove into a building and you were like, ah, everyone jumped out of the way. You wouldn't just be like, oh, it's fine, off your trot. <laughs> yeah, he needs to. But I guess, like, there's, they are supposed to be fighting, and I think he, like, All Might didn't really set any limits besides I will stop it if it goes too far. But yeah, like, Bakugo needs someone to be like, this, what you're doing is unacceptable. Yeah. And no one's done it. Because, I mean, even when you're you're fighting in, like, a, a fighting sport, if you were to use the intent to seriously harm someone, you would be reprimanded for that. There is no discipline here at all. <laughs> yeah, like, All Might's still a new teacher. Like, when they were... When Bakugo tried to attack Deku while they're during the... What do you call it? The, the throwing thing. Like, Eraser had stopped him. But even then, he didn't go like, hey, trying to murder people in the... Out of, like, that is, like... A detention! Bakugo needs a detention. Yeah. And, like, suspension. Or, like, I don't know. He needs to... Like, I don't know, get later stuff, but really, someone just needs to hit him over the head and be like, no, this is not what a hero does. I think someone just needs to hold him accountable, which seems to be kind of the biggest flaw to a lot of his, like, growing up and teaching is, like, everyone always praised him for how good he was, but no one ever taught him, like, how dangerous his powers were and ever held him accountable for it. Like, even all the other Class A students... They always, like, empathize with him and his struggles and, like, oh, he has these feelings and, you know, we got to respect that. But no one ever actually calls him out and says, hey, you know, you can't just think of yourself and your feelings all the time. You also have to consider how this hurts everyone else as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it, you are right. It's not until, like, the the um, the license exam when they start doing it. Because Kaminari really takes up the mantle of, like, telling him off, doesn't he, for a mm-hmm. while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But before that, no one, no one really does anything. Or they'll kind of like half-heartedly do it, and like, but they don't follow through. Like he never. There is like punishment later when like, I because I I don't know if we want to get too spoilery in this, but like it kind of bites him in the butt because people read that as something else. But yeah. then like he doesn't like someone needs to just hit him more head be like this. Yeah, again, this is not what a hero does. Or if you want to be like All Might, All Might doesn't do this. Where are you getting this from? I think that's the one comparison that kind of draws like the way Bakugo is kind of aiming to be a hero is more towards the direction of what Endeavor was aiming to be, where he's like, oh, I want to be number one because number one's the most powerful. He's the most respected. You know, everyone looks up to him. Mm-hmm. 
Whereas Deku's more like, no, I want to be number one because that's the hero that rescues the most people. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the most powerful, like, savior. So I think we're kind of going to see Bakugo kind of start leaning more towards that end as the series progresses, I feel like, you know, moving away from, oh, I want to be a hero just because I'm the greatest, or I want to be a hero to protect people. Mm-hmm. He, he needs uh, to care about other people, because right now he only cares about himself. His friends yeah. are just lackeys. Yeah. I forgot how funny Ida was in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Ida hamming it up is always so great. And, like, I just also, that kind of sucks for Ida, because, like, Baku isn't team working with him at all. Ida's just basically on his own. And he's trying his best. <laughs> but what would you both rate this episode? Oh, uh, it was like five. It was really good. I'd rate it a four just mostly because I still don't care for a lot of Bakugo's like backstory and development. Like it's a lot more understandable now going back through it, to, like how we came to be who he was. But his personality is still just way too off-putting for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I'd give it a three. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, it, yeah, it's good, but not, not. It's good, but it's not great for me. Like, I really enjoyed it, but um, without the hindsight of Bakugo's character, I didn't particularly enjoy it that much. It was just too. I like the all the character development, but there's only really Bakugo and Izuku. There's not really very much for any other characters in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's why. I do enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun, but like. It's a lot of it's just like, oh my god, Bakugo, please just like rethink your life. <laughs> and it's just distracting because it's hard to like, yeah, I know, I don't know. Some people were like, I can understand how why you would like early Bakugo he's like the bad guy and it's like, oh that, but he's more of like, he's not really a, it doesn't really seem like, he's more like a horror movie thing than a person. Like, I guess he can, he can see like his thought process behind it, but still he's very much just like a force of nature. Yeah, but yeah. He's, he's a kid. He's not. He's fourteen. He's just an angry kid. But everyone's treating him as if he's like un like untouchable and all that jazz. It's like no, he's just a kid, and like he hasn't realized that yet either. He's I don't know. Yeah, you could, I could, yeah. <laughs> People could talk about Bakugo better than I can, but uh, it just pisses me off. Are there any other final thoughts? Uh, I like that Kirishima was in the episode. It made me happy. <laughs> he's a good kid. Any final thoughts, Ash? Yeah, I'll just say the first time I ever watched this episode, I was 100% convinced that, like, Deku was just going to sock Bakugo in the face and just <laughs> send him flying. And I remember just, like, the reveal that, no, he just redirected the attack. And I was like, oh, my God, all right, it makes so much sense that that's exactly what he would do. <laughs> but, oh, my God, like, I just love Deku every time, each more and more <laughs> each time I rewatch or reread the <laughs> series. And it's just, uh such a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> and then there are people on the internet making salty comments about him. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, like, Deku is amazing. He's smart, and he's a good kid. Okay, so thank you for joining us for the My Hero Academia podcast, episode 22. Ash, where can we find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at KingCocoButter. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at SniperOfMyHeart and Tumblr at WordsDear. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Chopper's Left Antler. You can follow us on Twitter at MHAPod. We also have a website, www.mhapod.com. Or you can email us with any of your thoughts, theories, comments at um, myheropod at gmail.com. We are also on Reddit and Tumblr.
And don't forget to go beyond. Plus, Plus Ultra. Ultra. Okay. Yeah.